Hello, and welcome to the podcast of Gagan Mahindra, who's currently the Member of Parliament for South West Hertfordshire. On the programme, we will be discussing his day-to-day activity, general issues from constituents, and his take on the current situation in politics and in the wider UK context. We hope you enjoy this episode. Gagan, it's great to have you back on the show following a nice long summer recess. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, presumably an MP's work never stops and you were out um, meeting and greeting constituents, going to events um, and, and doing, doing whatever it is MPs do when they're not arguing with each other in the Commons. Could you sort of talk us through your August and, and how you've been getting on? Sure. Uh, great, great to have me back on, James. Thanks for this. Um, so, as you correctly pointed out, um, we broke up for Parliament, uh, come up to the, near the end of July. Um, August would normally be a quiet time of the year for a Member of Parliament's post bag, but it's fair to say because of COVID and other issues, it's not been. Um, so I've been in the constituency the majority of the time, besides going to see uh, family and friends. Uh, didn't go abroad because obviously we don't have a cure for the for the pandemic just yet. So didn't want to take the risk of being caught abroad and having to self isolate for two weeks. Um, th- the main thing I did is probably going to be quite crude. Cool, was uh, eating and drinking. I think uh, I made the most of um, supporting my local restaurants with Mishi's Eat Out. So I help out to eat out. Um, I didn't really do much of that uh, Monday to Wednesday normally because obviously I'd be up in Parliament. Uh, but it was just nice to, to see a lot more of my residents out and about and making the most of uh, summertime. So um, no, it, was, it was a busy time of year. I'm obviously now back in Parliament. Um, but it was a good, good break. Um, so, yes. And so, so did you get the chance to have a bit of a break or were you kind of monitoring the emails the whole time? Oh no, I monitored the emails the whole time. So um, I didn't really go abroad or anything like that. Um, didn't even go away for a couple of nights or anything. So um, very much a, a staycation back in uh, at home. Um, so yeah, the, the emails were looked at daily, uh, but nowhere near as what you would expect during normal parliament time. Mm, mm, yeah, so you had fewer, fewer emails to monitor, but you were still kind of keeping on top of the workload. Um, it, it would be remiss of us yeah. not, to, not to talk about the big... Um, uh, issue of the summer which was probably the uh, exam result uh, situation do you want to kind of give us a little bit of uh, maybe anecdotal um, sort of response or how how things you know how things pl- panned out from your perspective so uh, yeah that was obviously quite a an, an emotive time for the students and families concerned so we did see a massive peak and um, near the end of it, I was on the phone to the family, to um, students and their families, just to find out what the latest was. Um, now, did we get it absolutely right? No, um, but did we get the right result in the end? Probably yes. Um, you know, I, I, COVID has meant we are in um, uncharted waters. Um, we obviously need to focus on keeping everyone safe, but people do need to get on with their lives as well. So, it's good to see so many of so many students across the, the country um, continuing their life and, and going on to university. Um, some of them would obviously have to defer for a year. Um, but uh, the main thing is a lot of them have something to look forward to now. 
Yeah, I mean, it must be a very difficult time for young people, you know, kind of mentally, um, just with that sort of level of uncertainty that, uh, you know, people in different generations, for example, myself and, and, and you as well, you know, we, 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 we had the pressure um, of exams and the, you know, and the anxiety, but also the excitement and, and you know, looking forward to a, another phase of our lives. But this generation really, you know, they, they've been they've been receiving sort of four months now of, of, of kind of doom and gloom and uncertainty and it must be must be difficult for them um you know i, I don't know whether the government uh, are going to support them in other ways yeah so um, there was announcements yesterday to do with the kickstarter scheme which is aimed at the 16 to 24 year olds just to get them some work placements and paid work placements up to six months uh, so look, look out for that um, if you're in that age bracket and looking to get some some experience Obviously, international travel has uh, is limited at the moment. So, whereas people would have maybe gone off for a year abroad, um, those plans may not be possible. So, mm. hopefully, they'll they'll use this time to both get some money in, in their pockets, but also get some life experience as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's kind of education covered. Um, any any news on coronavirus? There's been a, a sort of um, an increase in cases in Hertfordshire. Have you, do you, have you um, you've got a kind of comment on that? Yeah, so um, as you may have seen from my local press, we, we've had a couple of spikes uh, in Tring and Berkhamsted, Berko. Um, that's more been more targeted at 17 to 19-year-old age bracket. Um, it, it seems that a bunch of them met up, may not have followed the government guidance and social distancing distances. Um, so, you know, children and adults and young adults will, will continue to to enjoy life, but my only plea would be to, to continue to follow government guidance because they're just to not just to protect you, but also your loved ones as well. Um, the other thing I'd like to mention is that I know that there was an issue where one or two may not have been honest about their contact details when they were signing into, I think in this case it was a pub, um, the amount of man hours that went into trying to track them down thereafter was um, quite significant compared to the risk associated with it. So um, I'm not saying don't go out, actually do go out and socialise and, and see your friends and family. But when um, the establishments are asking for your contact details, please be honest with them. And, and presumably, you know, you've, you've been out, you've, you've sort of said you've used the, um, the, the eat out to help out scheme. You know, you've been, you've been out and about. Um, do you think there's like a general feeling in Southwest Hearts that things are kind of, if not going back to normal, they're, they're certainly getting better? Absolutely. And I think that was part of the rationale for the scheme in the first place, because uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people have been um, at home and not going out for three or four months. And, and to encourage them to, to realise it's safe to, to start doing some normal activities like that for, for meals um, was, I think, one of the main drivers behind um, the scheme. Um, I've been out and about in the constituency today, and it's reassuring to see kids playing in school playgrounds and, and, and pupils back at school and, and the roads are a lot busier because people are back at work. So um, besides the, the activities of people wearing masks and being conscious how far they are from each other, um, life is starting to return back to normal. So that, that's a definitely a good thing to see. Well, and, and life, speaking of life going back to normal, you know, you were back in Parliament this week. So, uh, so what's the gossip? What's been going on? Uh, well, it, it's super busy time. Uh, we've got a lot on our uh, agenda for the next few months. Um, topical, obviously, was what happened with the A-levels 
uh, and students. Um, there is going to be a lot more legislation to do with Brexit because um, that's still very much on the radar. We've got various trade deals going on. We've had the merger of the Foreign and Commonwealth Office with Department for International Development. Um, so things are progressing, um, but COVID very much is uh, at the front and centre of a lot of the agenda at the moment because until we find a, a cure and a vaccination, uh, we all need to be mindful that there is still an inherent risk. Um, so, yeah. And you asked a question um, in the house to Dominic Raab this week. Um, how do you get in that sort of position? Do you do you apply to ask a question, or do they do, do you get you know a phone call saying gag and get to the chamber now? Now's your moment. How does it work? So uh, Parliament is still um, using the the COVID. Um, it's, it's still restricted by COVID, so we're still restricted to only fifty members of Parliament within the chamber. Um, I actually uh, submit in a ballot with myself and colleagues to put forward questions. Um, unfortunately, I'm not successful most of the time, so it's always nice to, to be able to ask a question, especially of, of um, cabinet colleagues. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to the day when um, Parliament and the Green Benches get very busy and we have robust debates uh, rather than snippets of um, legislation and, and comments and questions that we currently see at the moment. So it's kind of more more scheduled and more kind of formalised and a bit um, what's the word kind of divorced. You know, it's it's not there's stale. no the, the rough and tumble stale. That's it. Yeah, there's no there's no rough and tumble. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when I when I speak to other MPs and, and colleagues, we are all missing the, uh, the the debating chamber that normally is the chamber. Mm. Um, it's very much not like that at the moment, and that's purely because of COVID. So. The sooner the uh, the restrictions are eased within the, the Palace of Westminster, I think the better, because our democracy relies on the robust debate, and um, I think we get better legislation off the back of that. Great stuff. Well, um, that probably brings us to a close. I know you're a busy man. I'm sure you've got more interesting things to do than chat to me on a Friday afternoon. Um, but is there anything else that you you'd like to bring up? Uh, so just one final thing, if I may, James, I know planning is very topical in my part of the world. So if, if any of my residents are listening and have a view on planning, we do actually have a white paper out to consultation at the moment, to talk, which talks about a new planning system. Uh, please do read up about it. You can see further details on my website, but uh, I'd urge everyone to contribute to the consultation to make sure that civil servants and the ministry hear people's views on this. Okay, Gagan, that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think we're going to go back to doing one of these a week now that recess is over. Excellent. Great stuff. Well, then we'll to, speak to, to, we'll speak to you next week. Then. To you next week. Great. Excellent. All right, Gagan. Thanks very thanks, much. Thanks, James. Okay. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Gagan Mahindra, MP for South West Hertfordshire. If you'd like more information, please go to his website, gaganmahindra.org. UK. And if you're a constituent and have an issue, please email Gagan on gagan.mahindra.mp at parliament.uk. You can also follow Gagan on his Facebook page or Twitter by searching for him. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode.